0: yee Welcome back to the Orange Boy Inquiry, the best podcast this side of the Mississippi. Boy, howdy, do we have a great episode for you today, but first, I've got to tell you all about what's been cooking up on Old Red Barn Farm, our sponsor for tonight's episode. Starting right this minute, they are offering farm fresh eggs, corn as yellow as the sun, and cow milk straight from the teeth. If you are interested in living simple, eating good, or just need a place for your old dog to vacation, just mail in a blank check and ten thousand box tops to 69 West Barn Road, Kentucky. God bless America! Yeah! Welcome back to the Orange Boy Inquiry. Woo!
1: Yay!
0: Hooray! As you know, we are three boys who love the color orange, and we love talking about a bunch of nonsense, like movies and TV and that kind of stuff. Uh, and for those of you who are close to the show, you know that the three of us have kind of had creative differences, uh, so we've been on a hiatus for a little while. Uh, yeah. We actually replaced Niall with a another person who looks looks and sounds exactly like him. Uh, yeah, whose name was is Bile? Bile.
2: Bile. Bile. Jorley. Hey,
0: Bile.
2: Um, hey, I'm Bile, just, welcome. I'm glad to be here. I um, my main inspiration has always been when William Shears replaced Paul McCartney after he died, and so I'm really glad that I get to do something similar. Yeah,
0: uh, the, here with same the voice. voice. Uh, he probably has um, a lot of the same opinions as Nile did, but again, yeah, this is Bile. I think
2: I think for your convenience too, uh, you can just call me Nile. Um, you know to, kind of, to make it a little easier for you guys. Make it That'll feel more comfortable for you. I
1: might accidentally call you Bile every now and
2: again. That's okay. That's okay. I, I understand that that would feel more natural to you, but I think mainly for the listeners, it would throw them off a little less if I just go by uh, by the other guy's name. So yeah, yeah
0: Nile. Okay. One. Uh... So I'm Nile. I'm Jared. I'm Lucas. Awesome, and <laughs> smooth,
2: smooth <laughs> as sandpaper, never just like <laughs> before. <laughs> never changes.
0: Um, so yeah, anyone who was wondering, it's just been a long, long process trying to find and replace someone who, who looks and sounds just like Niall. Um, and,
2: and who meant truly so little to the show. R- r- honestly, um, yeah, we had we had to find somebody who would not bring anything new to the show, and I, f- I luckily was that guy.
0: Well, I mean, one of our few uh, loyal listeners is Niall's mother, and so to appease her, we had to find shout a out to Cal.
2: Shout um, out to Kel. Shout out to Cal. Um, I will be referring to you as mom from now on.
0: Yeah. So. <laughs> um, yeah, I think I, I'm just interested. It's been a second. What What have you guys been watching recently? What's uh, What's been on the radar for you? Whether TV
2: shows, movies. So I've actually started a, a film club, a la a book club, with some of my old friends, and uh, just every week we watch a movie and then we just kind of get together and talk about it on like a phone call for like thirty minutes. Nice. Um, and uh, the one that I watched recently that I had never seen before was Scarface, and that nice. movie is something else. I was, I was surprised by it. It wasn't about what I thought it was going to be about, you know? Like, it was, but it was presented in a very different way, so that was kind of my new experience recently. I liked it a lot. Nice.
1: That sounds cool. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, I like many... Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. Were you to say something about it? I mean, I have not seen Scarface yet, but I was going to say that I, like many, watched Loki, which I rather enjoyed. Ah, yes, I as well. I also watched Black Panther... Not Black Panther. I did watch Black Panther <laughs> again recently, but Me I watched too. Black We're Widow late. for the first time.
2: Black uh, I enjoyed Widow. it less than Loki. But yes.
1: we'll probably eventually talk about something along those lines. Yeah, it's a solid six. Yeah. Out of ten? Maybe less. I agree. Yeah. Solid six out of ten.
0: Yeah. Guys, I need I'm to watch to be Loki. People, yeah. people have been saying a lot of good things, high praises about Loki, and I really need to Loki's check that one wonderful. out. It's because awesome. It's Even, definitely
1: my favorite part of the f- new phases for yep, stuff yep.
0: good okay because I mean I I notoriously have ill feelings towards all the new stuff and so I hate to be the guy who's like they never made music like they used to they're changing up yeah. their sound but
2: you notoriously have ill feelings towards the new stuff and like the the first stuff and also a lot of the middle stuff
0: <laughs> yeah I'm just an <laughs> I'm an Ebenezer over here. Um, <laughs> no, and you've never not. seen Thor: The Dark World. <laughs> I, I haven't seen that one so.
2: The shining beacon of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. <laughs>
1: that one's my favorite. For some uh, reason, it actually <laughs> is pretty pivotal to a lot of like it later is. stuff that happens. It's very important. Movie. It's because
0: th- those are the movies, the ones that are pivotal. That are like we have to use do this one to set up the plot and set up the the rest of them. Yeah. Those ones just kind of are used for plot, right? They're used to move that big story along. Uh, I feel right. like, uh, yeah. Anyway, I, I won't. I won't get into it, or else we'll get into a whole discussion about sure. business. But sure. I'll, I'll instead jump into mine. I, I recently watched um, Creed, which I haven't seen any of the Rockies, and I haven't seen any of the nice. Creeds before. That was really pro- probably my favorite wow. sports movie I've ever seen.
1: I really, really like yeah, that Yeah, it's one. great. Um, I watched Rocky is awesome too. You would love the first Rocky if you like Creed. The first few Rockies are legit like Rocky one, two and three are all awesome. Four cool, and yeah. five are fine, but the first three are all good. Four's got the training sequence though, the Drago training yep. sequence. It's so it awesome. Does. Mm. Mm. I mean Ryan and It has the death of Apollo Creed, which is important to the story of Creed, the movie. And right in the and, second movie. And I knew Creed too.
0: I knew that kind of stuff roughly going into Creed. But yeah, I mean I think just the way the fights were shot was so yeah. so good it didn't cut a lot it just let you see these guys duking it out and like i i seriously was wrapped i was enthralled even yep. i was like holding there's my that breath line. and i don't do that during movies a lot
2: there's that one fight where the camera's up on the mat with them and it's all one take and it yeah. like it makes it feel like the camera's another character in the movie yeah. it's so cool. It's, cool it's
0: crazy when they pulled those shots off they They really make all the difference. Um, Yeah. And the other one movie I will, uh, or, uh, yeah, I I watched a recommendation from a lot of our fans, actually, from our, we are going to do a documentary episode, and that's still in the works, but we realized there are a lot of documentaries we haven't seen.
2: Yeah. I've only seen three documentaries in my
0: life. (laughs) Yeah, so so we're trying to. And one of them was like last month.
2: (laughs) <laughs> yeah, one of them was last month, and the other one was March of the Penguins, which I've seen 3,000 times. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: but you guys, a couple people recommended one called My Octopus Teacher. Uh, yeah, I've
2: heard a bunch about it.
0: I, I give that one a, a watch, and really, that was that was some beautiful stuff. So thank you for your recommendations. I, We really do appreciate it. We'll have to ask for more Yeah. Uh, in the future. Just because you guys have some good insight. I was
1: surprised how many people recommended documentaries.
2: Me yeah. too. There were there We got a lot of good ones
1: suggested. I uh, definitely have not had as much time as I would have liked or would like in general to watch movies right now just right. because I've been so busy with work, as we all are. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, with school starting... I'll have so much more time to watch movies isn't that weird will <laughs> will give you more time <laughs> uh, not not actually I'll, I'll have a little <laughs> bit more time because I won't be working 50 60 hours a week but I won't have that much more time to watch movies more than this summer yeah wow. but um, right it'll be neat and there I've seen a couple movies in theaters which has been fun and cool um, I haven't seen Space nice. Jam which I've heard was bad, so I yeah thirty one percent on Rotten Tomatoes. But I am very excited for The Green Knight, which comes out this weekend. That Me looks too. very cool. Yeah, that one's gonna be. so And big. I'm excited for um, the Suicide Squad, which comes out next week. Me That too. Has had some really good reviews. So we've got a couple weeks of cool movies that I'll go see. Um, otherwise, I saw Pig, that Nick Cage movie. Uh huh. I don't know if yeah. you guys have heard of that. It's basically like a melancholy uh, version of John Wick with a pig instead of a dog. He's a yeah, I heard about that's it. I saw you rated it on Letterboxd, and uh, it's good. Yeah, Which, it was fun. And cool.
0: we we are um, all on Letterboxd. If you guys haven't heard of that app, and want to just kind of yeah.
2: follow
1: what we've been oh, watching, yeah. we should
2: put that Shameless on the Instagram. For all of
1: our all of our that's, um, a, private that's a great words. idea. I love cool. Letterboxd. I need to start using it again. It's awesome. It's just nice to be able to conglomerate all your information in one yeah. place of all the movies you've ever seen. Or mm, no doubt. as far as you can keep track of most of the movies you've seen. Yeah, right. uh, Yeah.
0: Well, so Lucas was dump- dipping into it, but I, again, am always out of the loop, as you guys know. Uh, Segway King. Ooh, and nice. and it, I've been so lost without you guys this last couple weeks. Uh, if you guys have any sort of, I don't know, maybe a news update.
2: News update. News update. Um, um,
1: it's actually been a month, you guys. It's been a month since we made an episode. That's crazy. It's been a long so, time. That's uh, our bad. <laughs> Well, it feels like then, only it was yesterday, difficult. though. You, yeah. you guys wouldn't believe uh, the month we've had. So will <laughs> you would not believe the month we've had? You wouldn't believe it. But we will try and be much better. Try that's what being we say every word. week. Yeah, that's what we say every time we miss a week. <laughs> but we'll try even harder. The orange Something boy inquiry Jared.
2: every Monday, except for when it's Tuesday or when we don't post for a month. <laughs>
1: And today we're recording it on a Thursday, so technically it could come out. <laughs> who knows when we A Thursday this? or Friday. <laughs>
2: who knows? Anyway, who
1: knows? We were talking a little bit before we began, and I hadn't really thought of this, but Jared and Niall both made a good point of the fact that our our podcast name does not make any sense. <laughs> I mean, it's silly, which is fun, I guess. Which fits?
2: The, yeah, it's fitting. Yeah, which yeah. fits.
1: But the Orange Boy Inquiry has nothing to do with the stuff that we talk about. Right. Our original idea was going to be called the Film Inquiry, but right. that has been taken and is like a yeah. pretty big podcast. And actually. it also
2: it also didn't feel like it was enough about us.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we want to we want to <laughs> pitch it to you guys, who know us all so so well. Um, something a little little kooky. But still but it's actually relevant to what we talk about. The idea we thought of was the silly guys who talk about entertainment. So because there would be there would be no confusion about what the podcast would be about. Yeah. It would be super straightforward and you would know exactly what you're getting into.
2: But that's kinda clunky and it doesn't shorten down to something smooth like Toby.
0: And also it's a horrible name. <laughs> Which we use Toby all the time.
2: We I yeah, we I use Toby, Toby all every day. The time. I all of the I time.
1: only call it Toby. Like, do you guys ever listen to Toby? <laughs> like what are you no, even talking No, sorry, about?
0: with a with an I. T O B I. Are are you are you
2: guys are you guys Tobies, which is the name of our fans?
1: <laughs> our fans? Are, are you Toby's? And and a a pack of Toby's is the Tobwadrin. The Tobwadrin. Like Tobwadrin of right. Tobies. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Tobwadrons.
1: Or, or the, the Squobies. <laughs> or the Squobies. I don't like oh, that all one. acceptable.
2: <laughs> Whichever you prefer, Tobodron or the Squobies.
1: Anyway. All right,
2: so do you have any news, Lucas, or should I go I
1: first? was going to say, because it's been so long since we talked, there's been so much news. A lot of news. Some of it I don't remember, but I will list off what I do remember, and uh, some of it's pretty exciting. Yeah. First up, Marvel um, what If comes out August 11th, so that's yes. in less than two weeks now, which Very is pretty excited. cool. It'll have a 10-episode run, so that'll be pretty neat. Uh, I don't know exactly how they're going to make the animation stuff, because it seems like it's still going to be a part of Marvel Studios. They, like, everything. they
2: actually, I believe, have confirmed that it will tie into the cinematic universe and be consequential.
1: So that's oh, pretty nice. cool. I don't know how or what that's going to mean. But yeah, it's all be animated weird. and everything is so wonky. But I'm down for end, it. They're gonna yeah. be like, will... I hope some of that stuff comes into live action.
0: Yeah, they're gonna say, what if all of that <laughs> was canon in
2: the last episode? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, the other fun fact about what if is that it will feature Chadwick Boseman's final performance as Black Panther. Um, he recorded his lines before his uh, passing, and so. Uh, we're gonna get to hear him one last time with with new content with that character, and we're I'm very excited about that. Yeah, that'll yeah, be cool for that'll sure. Be,
1: that'll be nice. Um, other Disney Plus news, which was actually just announced this morning, um, the Hawkeye show. We will debut yeah. Wednesday, November twenty fourth on Disney Plus, which is gonna be sweet. It's got Haley yeah.
2: Steinfeld as Kate Bishop, the next Hawkeye.
1: And she's wonderful. Yeah, it's gonna be a good show, and uh, that will be the one after. What if is apparently what they said. I think I so, so. It looks like Ms. Marvel will probably not come out in twenty twenty one. It will be early twenty twenty two. Bomber, that's a new character's introduction, which is cool because that's the first time uh, Ms. Marvel will be the first Disney Plus show that is a new character because all the other ones we've gotten so far and what if, and Hawkeye will all be previously existing characters with new characters b- mixed in, but the right. main characters are still ones that we've right. Um, uh, One last bit of Marvel news. There was a, apparently, there's a rumor that there are nine shows that Marvel is actively developing that they have not yet announced. Yeah. Um, so... Feel free to speculate on what those are.
2: Yeah, I get excited a about heavy, that.
1: Heavily rumored that Daredevil will be getting a Disney Plus show, which, which would be pretty awesome. Yeah, it's crazy to me. The first the the Netflix oh, we'll is just
0: so good. Like. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it they, is awesome. Actually,
0: yeah, I don't know. And the casting. I is think great, it would be so. it would be
1: like a soft reboot slash continuation. Right. Of that, since it's not technically canon, but like right. he might be in Spider Man. Right.
2: Other Every, bit of news.
1: Everyone. Everyone might be in Spider Man. In Spider-Man. Yeah. <laughs> the other bit of news is that uh, the Spider Man trailer still isn't out, so which is ridiculous. It literally sucks so bad because that movie has. Let's see. Remember when we talked like a September, month ago? September, October, November. Four months. You a
2: way months, long time ago. We were like. It hey, was like maybe two months ago. <laughs> that trailer's coming out we soon. <laughs> d- well, when did we do the Spider Man episode? Because that was like forever ago.
1: I think that was, think that was at the end of last year
2: oh seriously yeah jeez all right well (laughs) yikes that's a nice reminder of the passage of time and my own mortality okay um i've got some news
1: uh surprisingly
2: i'm not gonna be talking too much about marvel um the news that i have is that um bob odenkirk who plays oh. Saul Goodman, mm-hmm. uh, collapsed on set yesterday of Better Call Saul Season 6 and was oh. rushed to the hospital. Um, his his son uh, tweeted and said that he was going to be okay. That's actually what the tweet says, is he is going to be okay. Um, <laughs> King. Nothing less, nothing more. Yeah, yep. but it was just kind of out of nowhere... Uh, bit freaky and everything but uh i I don't believe we have any more news on it as of right now but uh yeah um fast and furious 9 came out uh (laughs) since since we uh have been here and it's not good but very fun to watch (laughs) it's great um Well, we'll we'll
0: do an episode i
2: loved it well, I, I
0: loved it. Yeah, it, Niall and I were able to watch that one together, uh, which yeah, is nice. Yeah, it was a treat. Uh, sorry, uh, Bio and I. And, sorry, Niall.
2: <laughs> no, well, that was that was with Niall. I, see, that's
0: what I'm saying. I forget. Um, it's been yeah. such... You, you guys want to believe the month I've had. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, we were able to see that one together. I would love to talk about it on this
1: podcast. Yeah, Not just we should that do one, a Fast and, like and a Furious full,
0: episode. Yeah, full full episode for
1: the... I, uh, um, the franchise is all about family. need to watch eight of the nine movies to be able to participate <laughs> wow. in that. Because I've only seen Tokyo Drift and I thought it was bad. Well, and that's you that's better everyone loves.
2: <laughs> I love Tokyo Drift. Yeah, Tokyo Drift. You better get, get on it so that we can watch. So that we well, can do this episode like, in a couple of weeks.
1: Why would I? If I only have such a limited amount of time right now to watch movies? Yo, Broadway, do you care about I this podcast? Eight eight at movies? All? I don't want to watch.
2: Do you care about the podcast? <laughs> I do.
1: All right, and there you go. That's okay. why we, said. we should watch them together because okay. I don't want to watch. them here's, by here's Lucas, my I other have, news. I don't have
0: time for that. Okay,
2: I've
1: got <laughs> okay, more.
0: Yeah, I've got right.
2: news. You would not believe the month that he's had.
0: Thank you. <laughs> um, Thank you, Bile Nile.
2: No problem. Um, but yeah, Fast Nine came out. Uh, Space Jam: A New Legacy came out, which has 31 percent on Rotten <laughs> Tomato. Rotten Ray, Tomatoes. Um, the Suicide Lebron Squad, James. which is the um, James Gun, I guess kind kind of sequel to Suicide Squad, uh, directed by James Gunn, writer director of the Guardians of the Galaxy movies, yeah, and is the Scooby Doo movies, very well, the, uh, the Scooby Doo movies, Scooby-Doo thank you. Movies. Well, only only writer, not director of those. Yeah. Um, True. He, this movie is, I think it's at ninety eight percent on the pre screening ratings right now, <laughs> so it's uh, apparently very very good. So that's kind of something. No, we that's can not like look fifty to. people
1: too. That's not like seven reviews. Yeah,
2: it's like it's a pretty big pre-screening pool. Um, so we can be excited about that, and that's the end of my news that I have. I think I'll probably think of some more later. Also,
1: Dune trailer came out.
2: Dune trailer came awesome. out, and it's wonderful.
1: It looks sick. Like, oh. I'm so excited. Yeah. Still my most sweet. anticipated movie of this year. That'll be awesome.
2: All right, whatever. Whatever. But October,
1: October is a very stacked month for movies, because yeah. we have Last Night in Soho, Edgar Wright's new movie. Yeah. And uh, The French Dispatch, Wes Anderson's new movie. Ooh. Yeah, his musical, right? Nah, I don't know that it's a musical. It might be.
2: <laughs> I was led to believe that his next movie was a musical that takes place in Paris.
1: I had not heard that.
0: Hey, we'll show up. the
1: one after this one.
0: If they start singing, we'll find out. We'll
1: know. <laughs> If they start singing, then that, great. And if it's not, that. then great also. Yeah.
2: Okay. Yeah. Speaking, yeah. Of, Speaking Wes of Wes Anderson. Anderson. <gasps> Wes Anderson. Wow. Oh my gosh. Lucas God. and I are the Segway Kings now. Yeah, get wrecked, Jared. Bile,
0: learn your place.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yes
0: Ni- Niall didn't do Segways. I need you to step out. Okay. Okay. Lucas, good I job. I heard, I... Bile, no. Thank
1: you. None of that. Okay. <laughs> Sorry about that. No bile. Bad bile. Bad bile. Bad. Why you bring me there, this? There is bile? good bile?
0: Um Yeah Filled guys, today we're gonna be talking about uh, Wes Anderson.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Yay! Woo! Wes
0: Uh yeah, I think Who's this... who is that? That is a great question. Wes Anderson is one of the quirkiest filmmakers out there. Uh, (laughs) I don't know if that's a good way to describe him. But he is uh, very artistic. He's very artistic in in how he makes his movies. He's got a stellar cast that kind of hangs out with him. Uh, He's made classics such as um, The Grand Budapest Hotel and Moonrise Kingdom. Uh, and yeah, we're gonna be we're gonna be just chatting about him a little bit today because he, like Quentin Tarantino and Fantastic West, Mr. Fox, yeah, and Fantastic Mr. Fox, yeah, um, probably yeah. his most popular, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, Wes Anderson is one of those directors like Quentin Tarantino, who's just one you have to talk about. Same with Steven Spielberg. Like these are the, the like some of the the greatest. Well. I guess sometimes they're controversial, so maybe I shouldn't say greatest, but like some of the most influential and uh, notable filmmakers. Uh, right, around. that's a good word for it. So yeah, I think let's let's just jump on in, um, Nile. If you would like to go first, I'd love to love to dive in.
2: I would love to go first, you guys. Um, so, Wes Anderson movies tend to have. I think, very interesting characters, uh, very bizarre characters a lot of the time, and the pacing of the lines can feel, uh, like, unrealistic, but in a very artistic way. Um, And a lot of that is due to these characters just kind of being this weird, almost like a blend between the least realistic and the most realistic that people can be in a movie. And so I wanted to ask, who is your favorite character? Wes Anderson character and what movie they're from and why
1: great
0: question Lucas, right, I can go
1: first. you want to jump in first I would love to um, this is a movie I need to rewatch um, but I loved it the one time I've seen it it's been on my rewatch list for a while it's just not streaming anywhere so it's kind of hard to get to um, but Rafe finds his character in the Grand Budapest Hotel. Yeah. Monsieur Gustave. Ralph. Um, is awesome. Yeah. He's great. Rafe. Wait. No, it's. It's, it's Ralph. Rafe. It's 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 spelt Ralph, but he pronounces it Rafe, I'm pretty sure. Okay. All right. I don't, that's know. An, I don't know. That's why. an
2: interesting fun fact. Yeah, we, we should don't... put that in the news segment.
1: <laughs> we don't have a fact
0: <laughs> checker uh, on that today, so we're just going to take your word for it.
1: So we'll hope that it's true. Yeah,
0: we'll just hope. Anyway,
1: same guy who played Voldemort. Fiennes, it's actually Voldemort. Um, yeah. Voldemort. Oh dang it! I never heard. He it also plays
2: before. the the love interest in uh, what's it called? Sleepless Schindler's in Seattle, List. I think. <laughs> Schindler's List. Yeah, the love interest in the move in everybody's favorite romantic comedy, <laughs> Schindler's List. <laughs> yeah, I don't um, know
0: if anything anyway. that we're saying is true. <laughs> Now, (laughs) I haven't seen Schindler's List, but I have a feeling that's not (laughs) right.
2: (laughs) I haven't seen it
1: either, and I'm certain that it is. Okay. That it is true? Yeah. He is in Schindler's List. I mean, that is a true fact. Ah. Ah. He's not the love interest. (laughs) He's probably someone's love interest. (laughs) Anyway. Okay. Why is that your favorite character? (laughs) He... Is good. The end. Yeah, I just think he's really good. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Yeah, this is awesome. (laughs) This is our like triumphant return. (laughs) Glad (laughs) that, yeah, people
2: people are tuning in. This is a pretty good episode. um,
1: Wes Anderson is actually one of my favorite directors. I love all of his movies. He's one of the few directors who whose movies I've seen all of. Um, but Grand Budapest, I love, I think, I need to rewatch it, like I said, Fantastic Mr. Fox is my current favorite of Wes Anderson's, but I think that if I were to rewatch Grand Budapest, it might beat it out. Either way, I love his stuff. Yeah, And I think the way that he directs his actors and the the types of shots he does, they're very like cinematic, very symmetrical. Very aesthetically pleasing. His color palettes are really cool, and his characters in general are just really funny. Like it's very dry humor, but it's it's very witty. Um, Yep, I really like the way that he writes and the way that he directs. Um, He and Owen Wilson were college roommates as well as Luke Wilson, so they all kind of got their start together. That's pretty neat. Um, Wes Anderson does not say wow all the time though, and uh, unfortunately. Yeah, Monsieur Gustave in Grand Budapest Hotel is just, like, very appealing as a character because of the way that he is. And he's good. Great. Yeah, just watch I the he... movie.
2: It, it, it's really cool. <laughs> he is great. <laughs>
0: I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll add is just it's, his sense of humor, like like you said, is so specific. And I think that character uh-huh. embodies it so, so well. Where just everything yeah, he yeah, said made me laugh. For sure. Like, and even though it's not funny sometimes, like, the line might not be made for a joke, but the timing of it always landed. Yep. Every time for yep. me. So, I think uh, I think that is a great choice. And he was actually in my top uh, picks. I'm actually going to go instead for a character from my favorite. Uh, it is the same as Lucas's, and that's why I think we didn't choose that question. But Fantastic Mr. Fox, um, and I'm not gonna go with Mr. Fox, but I'm gonna go with Willem Dafoe as Rat.
2: Yes. <laughs> Very good. Um, the snapping rat. The
0: snapping rat with the switchblade. So good. Uh, who who's only in the movie in two different scenes, uh, but when he shows up, you're just like, good, great. I'm glad you're here. Yep. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> he is just yep. such a interesting like pseudo antagonist. Um, yeah. For the movie. Uh, and I, I don't know, like his presence is just so funny. And then you're, you're watching it and you're like, is that, is that Willem Dafoe? That Willem Dafoe? <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Uh, who's just the it's perfect casting for it. <laughs> and, the and the send off where, where Mr. Fox, uh, is just like, well, now he's just another dead rat in the dumpster behind a Chinese restaurant <laughs> or something <Yeah>. like that. <laughs> it's just such like a. He in, entered the movie. He stayed for a bit, and then he left the movie all like pretty quickly, uh, and just <laughs> abruptly. But I, I just love love that character and his presence. So that's my pick. That's it's good great. comedic relief, but also drove a little <clears throat> bit of, little bit of drama, a little bit of tension.
2: Um, the, I love that pick. That was honestly a contender for me. <laughs> was. <laughs> rat because he yeah. was just so he really does just push that movie in such a fun direction whenever mm-hmm. he's on screen for those two scenes. Um my answer though is from Moonrise Kingdom. Um and it is Edward Norton as Scoutmaster Ward.
1: Nice. Yeah.
2: I, I think choice. I think that this character I picked this one because this is a perfect embodiment of what I was talking about earlier with the mix of completely unrealistic and, like, hyper-realistic. Like, if you've ever been in the Scouts, you've had one Scoutmaster at some point that was (laughs) like this guy that was just, like, super, like, by the book and was, like, running it like such a well-oiled machine and everybody was, like... But the thing is none of the scouts ever liked it at least in my life we were always like give us one of the fun guys who like doesn't take this too seriously yeah and so edward norton is that fun version of like what if all of the scouts were as into this as this dude (laughs)
0: yeah
2: and i just think it's so funny because he's like you know calling someone a boy scout is like saying they're not willing to take risks and so I feel like Wes Anderson writing this character was like, all right, I'm going to make the Boy Scout. Like, he's going to know how to do everything, and he's going to do everything by the book, and he's never going to stray from that pattern. And I just think it's the funniest character. He's seriously like, as soon as he's on screen, he makes me laugh. And I I laugh every time he's on screen that entire movie, and it's just perfect. Scoutmaster yep. Ward for me. Absol- I think what's what's
0: great is those were like, the three characters i would have chosen from each of those movies, you know. So, yes. Yeah. Nice. I love both of those other characters and they were they were on my list. Yeah. Great question, though. I like that one.
2: Thank you. We done good. It was pretty good All for right. my first episode.
1: Yeah. My uh good my question. question is a little bit more like not as much specific to Wes Anderson, but it's more stupid. Um more stupid. More Toby. More of the silly guys who talk about entertainment. Um, oh, that's And not... it is...
2: So, so, Squobies, get ready for Squobies,
1: this Squobies, yeah, Tobe Wadrens. The Tobe Um I just totally got derailed. No, I remembered it. <laughs> if you were to have Wes Anderson... Direct a Marvel movie, which would it be and why? Oh, wow. Marvel Cinematic Universe. Oh, Interesting question I'm hearing for the I've first heard. time. Interesting. First time
2: I'm hearing this question. Uh, um, well, I'm just going to go ahead and nip this one in the bud if that's fine. Please. Go for it. Because Lucas and I have actually talked about this in the past, and I think we... I think we both thought that we independently came up with this idea, but I think one of us may have stolen it from the other, and it's very likely me having stolen it from Lucas. Either way,
1: it's a great idea.
2: Either way, it's a good idea. And the idea is that Wes Anderson... (laughs) Wes Anderson would direct a Fantastic Four movie where they are sent basically into a parallel universe that is animated the same way as Fantastic Mr. Fox and Isle of Dogs. And so it's like kind of like a fun, like family-friendly, like weirder, kind of quirkier Marvel movie that just totally breaks the pattern and the formula of Marvel stuff and sends them into this animated universe where, you know, we've seen animated shows do that where they go into different kinds of animation. Why don't we see a Marvel movie that goes into puppetry? Um, stop motion puppetry I think it would be so yeah. cool and uh, seeing that like and it would really lend itself to using all of their powers in really silly ways because as cool as a Fantastic Four is I think all of their powers are kind of like the sillier powers like I can stretch and I can light on fire and I'm made of rocks and I can turn I'm, invisible and it's like yeah, yeah. I'm it's, made
1: of rocks is my
2: yeah, power <laughs> my power is being made of rocks and I think that it would just play really well in that kind of animation. And it would just be super goofy and weird. And if anybody could handle that kind of straying from the Marvel formula, it would be Wes Anderson. So why not hand it to him?
0: No, that's that's uh, fantastic. God, I hate myself. Yeah, that um, that so... I think that is the best. <laughs> oh, my gosh.
1: <laughs> <gasps> I think that is the best one. Like, that's just the best idea for a Marvel movie from Wes Anderson, which is the main reason I asked this question, just because I wanted Niall or myself to talk about that idea. Yeah, Yeah, please. Um, But, you know, he could do something else, too.
0: Yeah, in fact...
1: whatever Jared's idea is. I've
0: got something for you. And this is... Let's talk about Marvel for a second. Marvel's got its Iron Man's, it's got its Captain America's... You know, it's got these big old superheroes that are tried and true, save the day, uh, like just good, wholesome American heroes. But then they've got their quirkier side. They've got these offshoot characters that you see on all the prop, like the, like the games. You get a Marvel card game, and surely this character is on it. And you're like, who yeah. the heck is this? Uh, chick.
2: I think I know where you're going with this. Uh,
0: and and that <laughs> I know is... exactly
2: who it is. Actually,
0: <laughs> uh, and that and that's this this nobody kind of weird character that we all have in our periphery at all times, uh, who's just so so darn quirky. Uh, Come is, on, <laughs> you know, is also no. Uh, no this is Squirrel Girl. <laughs> Uh Yeah, oh we go. nice.
1: I was actually thinking that exact same thing.
0: <laughs> good, good. Um, well then I, I feel like I chose well if Lucas agrees. You so did. yeah. Yeah, I think this is just gonna be a very random movie already. Like Wes Anderson maybe doesn't have a part in the cinematic universe unless it's with like this movie. Um yeah. where it's just this kind of coming of age moonrise kingdom esque movie about a girl who is just has the powers of a squirrel, and I'll be honest, I don't yeah. know what squirrel girls' powers are. Squirrel, <laughs> squirrel, squirrels. squirrels. Cool. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, just why? Why not give him uh, some material he can lean into and just really make yeah. it, yeah, like just fun. So that, yeah. that's my. Pick. It could even
2: be kind of like fourth wall breaky, like about her being an outcast character. Yeah. and like not fitting into the Marvel universe, like you it could, it <laughs> yeah. could do a great job with
1: my, it. Uh, my idea was not going to be Squirrel Girl. It was going to be Great Lakes Avengers because they have just <laughs> yeah, absurd dude. characters yeah, cool. that are just goofy. like... It's like a dinosaur and like this <laughs> fat lady. I can't remember her name. It's, I think it's just fat Big lady. Big Bertha actually might be her name. No. Probably. <laughs> It's something like that. (laughs) All their characters are... Like, Flat Man is one of the characters. Like, it would just be so weird and fun. It's like, why not? Yeah, there you go. It would be like a
2: Wes Anderson, like, Suicide
1: Squad. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Because that's the whole idea of the Suicide Squad coming out next week. Yeah. It's like, here's Weasel, and here's Polka Dot Man and Arm Fall (laughs) Off Boy in a movie together fighting Starro. So it's like... That from Wes Anderson would be really cool as well. Right. But the other idea I had, which is not really quirky, well, it could be, but I think Wes Anderson flourishes a lot better in a um, team ensemble movie idea. More Like, he wouldn't be like a good choice for something like Black Panther, where it's <laughs> right. just like very much focused on an individual character and their development. Right. I think he's really good at that in certain films. Like, um, Rushmore is a lot more character-based on just the one individual Um but most of his other stuff is like about brothers or families or groups of friends or stuff like that. And so I think that he would be a really cool choice to make the next reboot of the X-Men. And oh, introducing them into the MCU. Interesting. Be I think good. that that would be really cool because if he went like, what what I my just like in my head canon, I think it would be really cool to have the X-Men be introduced in the MCU the same way they were introduced in the comics through the like first class team that they made, which was like that originated, which was Iceman, Beast, Cyclops, um, Angel, and Marvel Girl, or um, Phoenix, like Jean Grey, with All the Professor X and Magneto. Just like go super classic and just do full on, like red and purple, yeah, yellow and blue, just the most comic accurate costumes just like super colorful, super cinematic, super symmetrical. I think the X-Men would be awesome for that. I mean, I love some of the X-Men movies we've gotten, but I think just having <laughs> a newer, fresher take is kind of necessary. Yeah, exactly, Some of, Which is why it's necessary for a newer, fresher take on these characters that people kind of already know and don't really love that much. I think it would be cool to see something like that. And it wouldn't have Wolverine as well, which I think, you need to leave Wolverine out of the X-Men Introducing him into the Marvel Cinematic Universe for now, just because those shoes are too big to be filled for a while. Yep. Um, but whatever they whatever they do, it would be cool to have that original team as the ones that are introduced, and have you know Wes Anderson doing it would be awesome as well. I Right. Think.
2: Well, the other thing is you can't put Wolverine into a movie yet because George Lopez's schedule, I can imagine, is just so full. So I know. He, uh, he's he got to be. It's hard to get George super tight. See, I mean he's I'm, so
1: popular nowadays. I'm hoping they right.
2: go with Daniel he's Radcliffe. In
1: so, so much.
2: Daniel Radcliffe would be really good.
1: I think George Lopez, there's just no question. I think he's I think you
2: just triple cast it as uh <laughs> Daniel Radcliffe, Emma Watson, and
1: uh George George Lopez. The other guy. Uh, but you have them all playing the same character. Yeah, just every they, scene it's every a different shot. One. Yeah. Like every or shot. Or just even. like sometimes yeah. sometimes they're there for multiple shots or scenes, but then yeah. it just randomly changes. Just so it's just like a good next time idea. it sees him, it's like Wolverine is just Rupert Grint now again. And this now a, it's back to Daniel Reincliffe. This is a really good idea. I think it would be great to do if that. If the higher
2: ups at uh, Disney are listening to this
1: they are. Uh, Kevin wait. Feige, we know you listen.
2: Yeah, just, uh, We're glad you know, you're a
1: fan. Uh,
2: I don't want this to be like a big fat liar situation where I hear this movie get announced in three weeks. Yeah. That'd be tough.
1: Um, totally unrelated point that I just wanted to bring up. My manager at work bought a <laughs> laptop today. Okay. And she was like, "My sh- like, how do you make something capital? And I was like, you got to hold the shift key. And she's like, okay, well, come here. And she was precipitating pressing shift and then pressing a letter <laughs> like one after the other. <laughs> I'm like no, you have to do it at the same time. She's oh, 25. Boy. How does she not she's know how not to use old. a keyboard? Oh no. I don't know. She's, she's never had to she's never old. had to type capital letters before? She has, but she says she hasn't used a keyboard for years. I'm like I feel like shift letter is not the most difficult thing to remember. Keyboards are just getting more popular. It's uh, not an uncommon how is, how is, <laughs> thing to see a shift key. It's because like on a phone, on a phone you just tap and then it all becomes capitalized and then you do it I there. guess, but still. But like sure. in a keyboard, you have to hold the shift button and I'm, then type.
2: You know, I'm glad that at you thought of this time. entirely 100% unrelated thing to tell me, us about. Me
1: too. Anyway, sorry. I was just looking at my keyboard in front of me and I just recalled that instance from <laughs> Well, in hey, Lucas, there's a first time for everything.
2: Don't you work at Best Buy?
1: Yeah, so that was (laughs) (laughs) a. I do work at Best Buy, but that was at the restaurant shop. Oh, okay, Uh, okay. never mind then. Never mind. That would be so funny if a a Best (laughs) Buy employee did not use a keyboard. That would be so funny. Okay, okay. sorry, I interrupted
2: a really good segue. It's okay. There's...
0: Look, there's a first time for everything. You know, whether it's this uh, lady's first time using a shift key or, you know, maybe one of our... (laughs) First time seeing a movie. But the worst part Bile's about that... Bile's first episode. Bile's first episode. Bile's first episode. The... <laughs> I thought that was funny. Um, <laughs> the, the worst part about seeing a movie for the first time is you can't watch it again for the first time. Every time after that, it's just the same old movie. So I wanted to ask you boys, if you could see any Wes Anderson movie for the first time again which would you choose and why
2: kazam with Shaquille O'Neal
0: okay Wes Anderson uh, only movies please
1: oh I'm gotcha. gonna go first just because I think that we'll probably have the same answer Jared okay and that's fantastic mr. Fox because the first time I watched it I watched it in theaters with my family I was like oh yeah cool whatever but then I rewatched it like years later and I was like whoa this movie is actually amazing. Like I love this movie. This is actually great. Like as an adult. And so I think rewatching it just for the first time as an adult. I mean I basically did that when I rewatched it as an older person. Right. But it was a really cool experience. So that's what I'm going with.
0: No, I think that's that's um, great. And it's not my answer. So that's good.
2: Would would I lose the memory of the first time that I watched it? <sighs> Uh yes. Of like the experience sure. of watching it? Yeah,
0: yeah.
2: Oof then that complicates things. I think my answer was also going to be fantastic, Mr. Fox. Um, but I think I'm going to switch it because I actually very much treasure my first experience watching Fantastic Mr. Fox. I saw it in the Kaysville Theater with Ethan Davis when we were in like junior high school. What a guy. Or maybe maybe even elementary. I don't remember. 2009, that would have been elementary school because we were oh, 10.
0: Definitely.
2: And uh, I just remember loving it and both of us were just like in love with that movie walking out of the theater. So I'm switching it to Isle of Dogs because I absolutely loved that movie and I saw it on a date that did not go well. <laughs> um,
1: Ouch. Ooh.
2: It was, it, it was uh, maybe one of the worst dates I've ever been on. Uh, the other thing is that the person who I went on this date with, like it's possible that they end up listening to this episode. So I don't want to talk too much about it. Uh, you already know who you are. Um, Hi, it's Guys, it's me. (laughs) But that date, you and I both know, was not very good. (laughs) Um, uh,
1: Because of things that no, up until this point, they thought it was the best date of
2: their life. I I don't think so. Really,
1: saw something there.
2: (laughs) I don't think we did because it was it was rough. It was just very awkward and uncomfortable the whole time. But the portion of it where we were just watching the movie in the silence of the theater was wonderful and i would like to watch that again to have that first time experience because i really did love it but uh, an experience where i wouldn't have to be worrying about you know
0: (laughs) but just without you the
2: the crappy situation that i was swimming in at the time um but uh, it really is it's an awesome movie and I would really very much like to experience it for the first time again because I just thought it was beautiful and funny and like the, his little intro of explaining this world and how he's going about it yeah, it's very yeah, yeah, clever that. Mm-hmm. in that movie and so I would love to see that for the first time again
0: yeah I I think that's a good choice and, w- and one of my issues is the best some of the best times um watching a movie for me is just alone in my room on my laptop. Which yeah. is just odd. The I mean, I know movies can be very fun to watch socially. Um, but I... Like, I love watching I, movies alone. Yeah. I mean, I watched Isle of Dogs alone for the first time. I watched Fantastic Mr. Fox alone for the first time. Uh, but all the other Wes Anderson movies I've seen, I, I watched in a group or at least with a handful of people. Um, and so... Yeah, I would say I would love to re-watch The Grand Budapest Hotel again for the first time, but really just nice. alone in my room without any distractions and just yeah. allow myself to really enjoy it. You know, and every once in a while, like, there'd be, like, like, it is an R-rated movie, so there's some, like, stuff that's maybe a little more adult, and I'm like, oh, boy, who, who am I watching this with? You know, looking over my shoulder. Yeah, exactly. Uh, like, are they uncomfortable? Should I be, you know? When, if I'm watching it by myself, I'm just, like, I I couldn't care less, but yeah. So I I don't know. I think that would be one that I would benefit a lot from just re yeah. either rewatching it or or definitely watching it again for the first time just by myself.
2: I I watched that movie for the first time on an airplane <laughs> with like Oops. people sitting next to me and behind me. Mm-hmm. And I remember there were certain scenes where I was kind of looking over my shoulder like are other people seeing that I'm watching this <laughs> and it's like that movie's not even you know that bad it's no just, it's not horrible there's certain there's like a there there's certain moments that it yeah there, it's yeah lines. there's like painting stuff but I I remember even just then on the plane kind of being like maybe I should switch to something else yeah. <laughs> like I'm just uncomfortable yeah so that's that would be a good one to see for the first time again too for me
0: but I think that's a great answer. I think all of those are great. Um, I think you're great. I think... I, st- I still have a couple of Wes Anderson movies to go, so... I'll have to make sure to yeah. watch those alone.
2: Without the I still haven't seen repeats. The Darjeeling Limited, and I've
1: heard that that one's really, really good. That one's cool. I love that one. So I really I like all like of his movies, that. though, to be honest. Yeah. There's not one that I don't like. There's a couple that I don't, like, love, but they're all very enjoyable. Um, they're fun to watch, and there's the new one coming out this year, which looks great. So yeah. it's been a while since we've gotten an Edgar Wright or a, um, or a Wes Anderson, Wes Anderson movie, and <laughs> yeah. we're getting them both in the same month this year. So right, hey, awesome. did we, have we
2: done an episode since the Sparks documentary came out?
1: No, mm-hmm. we haven't. Wow, it's. But been we can a talk while, about that when man. we talk about documentaries. Yeah, we, sh- we Yeah,
2: because it, it'll get brought up.
1: That was a that was a great great documentary yeah it was cool I knew like nothing about Sparks so it was cool to kind of learn them, about them and I've been listening to them a pretty decent amount since then yeah their stuff is really good yeah it's cool right. I really like a lot of their stuff actually we can talk yeah.
2: more about that outside of the Wes Anderson podcast yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. well thank you all for, for sticking with us if you if you came back for this episode you know maybe you've been every Monday waiting and watching and, and hoping for with a new release breath just taking
2: um, off work, taking off work. in sick.
0: If, if that's you, if that describes you and your situation, like we, we really do appreciate your loyalty, uh, and we will try to do a lot better. Um, and, and hopefully we don't let you down. But I hope you enjoyed this episode, uh, and look forward to many more to come. Um, as always, we have been the Orange Boy Inquiry, and we will see you next time.